once we were registered, we realized, you know what, we could really create a membership campaign around this and use the, the marketing opportunities that come through Como Gifts to get our name in front of more people. And so we really put a lot of effort into it that year and every year since then, and it has really paid off for us. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Hello, and welcome to Nonprofit Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and I'm your host and the lucky lady who gets to interview our guest today. Now, before we jump into the interview, I have a favor to ask. Will you review this podcast wherever you're listening, whether it's on Spotify or Amazon Music or iTunes? See, our goal is to help more nonprofits just like you have less stressful and more successful marketing so that they can do more of their good work and make our world a better place. But I can't help them until I meet them. And so your review can actually help me change that. When you leave a review, it helps this podcast show up when people are looking for answers to the problems that the podcast is meant to help them solve. So if you are a nonprofit Marketing with Purpose fan already and you haven't reviewed the podcast, or if this is your first time and you learn a thing or two, leave a review so we can connect with more awesome nonprofits just like you. Thank you so much in advance. Now let's get to business. Hello everybody. I'm so excited to have with me today, Annette Triplett. She's with PedNet and PedNet has a really long history, like literally going all the way back to the very first instance of Como Gibbs where they managed to like somehow win every single challenge grant. <laughs> Congrats, man. You guys like had your strategy together from like day one, which is so exciting. Um, so I invited Annette on because she is a Como Gives veteran. And for those of you who don't know what Como Gives is, it is our community's month-long online giving campaign powered by our community foundation, Central Missouri Community Foundation. And May Create is the marketing arm of it. And we do some training and then we also help with the website. So that's our role. But um, every year we want to educate our nonprofits. And one of the way that we do that is by inviting people who've been successful in the past to explain how they get it all done. Right. And so Annette agreed generously to bear all of her secrets <laughs> on how she gets it all Happy done. Happy to share. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Annette, why don't you start by just telling us about your organization? Tell us about your role there. Sure. So I am with PedNet Coalition. PedNet is a transportation advocacy nonprofit, mostly working at the local level here in Columbia. And we primarily focus on walking, biking, and public transit, making sure that people are safe and have convenient ways to get around, no matter what form of transportation they have available to them or that they choose. And so I have been serving in the CEO position with PedNet for the last eight years. And just recently, I actually shifted out of that position into a new chief development officer position. 
Wow. So like, are you excited about the new position? Is it like filling your skill set and your bucket? <laughs> yeah, it's allowing me some, I think, mental space to focus on new things. And we've also uh, restructured internally to kind of distribute uh, responsibilities more equally across three people instead of one person. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that part. <laughs> so that means you're growing. That's exciting. Yeah, we are. Um, and you guys do a great job. I enjoy all of the assets that you bring to our community on a regular basis. Like, thank you so much for all of your hard work to make this an awesome community to be able to walk, bike, like just enjoy so much. Um, it's awesome. I'm actually really surprised when I go places and they don't have this type of infrastructure. And then I realize that it's organizations like you that bring it to us, right? It makes a difference. <laughs> yep. Um, so now you've been with with um, PedNet almost as long as you've been doing Como Gives, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So how right now does Como Gives fit into your annual fundraising plan? Yeah, Como Gives is a huge portion of our fundraising plan. So we um, do other types of fundraising. We do direct mail fundraising letters. We um, solicit membership donations throughout the rest of the year through our website. Um, we do some, a few fundraising events um, recently, we're opening a what we're calling an endurance fund, which is a quasi endowment fund. But Como Gives really is the largest single source of our fundraising efforts. So we put a lot of time and attention into it. And it takes a lot of our effort at the end of the year. It's exciting that we can like build something that you can use in this way. <laughs> yeah, Como Gives has been huge for us, honestly, like we've really appreciated the effort that the Community Foundation and Maycreate has put into it because it has really allowed us to ramp up our fundraising over the years. Now, um, did you guys do online gathering of funds, like online fundraising before you did Como Gives, or was this like your first foray into it? We did, but we were not very intentional about it. Um, so PedNet is a membership-based organization and we've been membership-based from the very beginning. Uh, but we were not very intentional about asking people for financial support as well as their philosophical support. And so for a long time, we had a free membership structure, which just is not a sustainable way of supporting an organization <laughs> long term. Um, and so the year that Como Give started in 2013, we knew we needed to shift into a paid membership model. And so when Como Gives launched, we learned about it. We're like, hmm, maybe this could work with what we're trying to do with restructuring our membership. So that kind of leads me into my next question, which was like, have you always done a membership drive at the end of the year? Or like, did it have to shift time frames? Or like, just tell me like what you guys were thinking or um, I, just what led you to that decision to use Como Gives as a way to build your membership? Well, honestly, it really came out of necessity because we found that our membership don donations had really tapered off. And so we needed to have like a really strong focus to regenerate enthusiasm about our organization and to raise funds, frankly, to support our organization. And so when we heard that Como Gives was happening, we you know, it didn't have any history in, in the community. So we didn't know if it was going to work or not. And so we're like a little bit hesitant because we, our funds were really tight. We're like, I don't know, it's 350 bucks. Can we afford the, the buy-in? And one of our uh, past board members was like, you know what? I think this is going to be really good for you. 
I will give you the 350 bucks so that you can register. And I'm pretty sure you're going to make it back. So just go ahead and do it. You'll get your name in front of more people. But once we were registered, we realized, you know what, we could really create a membership campaign around this and use the, the marketing opportunities that come through Como Gifts to get our name in front of more people. So not just the same people that we've been reaching for the last couple of years, but really new people. And so we really put a lot of effort into it that year and every year since then and it has really paid off for us. I love that you guys had a board member that stepped up and was like, you know what, we're going to do this. And I think that that's a great message to pass along to people as well. Like if you want to do a fundraising campaign like Como Gives that, you know, because we only have organizations like around our surrounding community, right? But there's these um, online fundraising campaigns that are communal all over the US, but they do cost money to get into. And I do feel like people are like, oh, I can't do that because I don't have the funds. And as an entrepreneur, I'm always like, well, I mean, like you can either make your plan based on what you have or what you think you can get, right? And so I'm always like thinking, oh, well, I'm going to do this based on what I think I can get. <laughs> and right. so I love that they stepped up. So I would love to just encourage people, don't be afraid to ask for that very specific thing. Because I know as a business, if somebody came to me and said, hey, will you help us get this very specific thing? I'm much more likely to be like, well, I mean, that makes sense. Of course, like that, that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's people out there who are thinking about doing a paid membership model or like adjusting something in their organization. Like you guys made that adjustment the first year of Como Gives. Like, how did you explain to your members how it was going to work? Because they're going to a different website that's not your website to sign up for something that's with you. Like, how did you, how did you do that? Yeah. So, and actually um, we made it even more complicated the first year because we actually had people go to our website and fill out a form. And then when they click submit, it pushed them to Como Give. So we had like, this two-step process and we did eventually decide that that was too complicated and confusing and unnecessary. We were trying to gather some information from our members, but decided that was not the best way to do it. But um, yeah, so what we've done since then is that we just try to prime our members with all the information well ahead of time. Um, for us, that mostly looks like giving out information through our newsletter really well ahead of time and explaining Como Gives is, is coming up again. Here's how it's going to work. How it works is you go to our page on Como Gives, you make a donation, we'll credit your donation to your membership for the next year, and we'll make all those adjustments internally for you. So right now, it's a pretty straightforward process. And honestly, most of our members renew every year. So they're pretty used to the system. But the first year, there was a little bit, uh, a bit of a learning curve. Were your members like, okay, with moving to that paid membership model? Or was that something that they were resistant to? Because I know that that would be a question that I would have in the back of my mind if I was like, man, we should move to paid. And then I'd be like, but we're going to lose people, you know, so were they okay with it? Yeah, I don't think that we really got any pushback. I think the people who had signed up as a free member like understood the, the value that they were receiving from the organization in the community. And so I think it, it's not really a, a hard stretch to say like we are a business and we need funds to continue operating as a business. And if you support us, you can help make sure that that happens in the future. And, and uh 2020 was PedNet's 20th anniversary. So we've been able to be a, a fairly sustainable organization in the last 20 years. And that honestly now is largely due to our, our membership that helps keep us going every day. 
So I have one last question about membership, just because I've had a lot of people asking me questions about membership. Um, they feel like most people feel like they need to be offering like this immense value for the membership. Like it's an exchange of these services or um, I don't know, marketing even sometimes for funds. And it sounds like your membership is more like, hey, you're part of this awesome mission. We're going to keep you up to date on what's going on. Do you offer other things or are they just like, yes, this is awesome. I love this mission. <laughs> yeah, the first year and from a few years after that, we provided premiums for specific levels of our mm -hmm. membership. So we provided t-shirts and posters and event tickets and things like that. And what we found was that our members don't really care. You know, <laughs> like those are not the reasons that they are supporting us. They're supporting us because they've seen a long track record of history of things that they value of trails and sidewalks and bike lanes, a better public transit service. Like those are the things that they want. And so even when we offered those things, the, the, the people who, accepted them it was actually a pretty minimal number and so we're like this is just not worth it and so eventually we phased that out now for some of our corporate members we do provide some benefits just mostly in terms of name recognition mm -hmm. um, logos on our newsletter on our website things like that so for a business member um, levels we still do provide some a little bit of, uh, of, of benefit, mostly just again in name recognition. But for the individual membership level, we, we got rid of all of the premiums and we just really focus on what we've been able to accomplish in the last year with your membership dollars. And here's what we are planning to accomplish in the next year. That's awesome. I love it. Um, and I had another question, but oh, oh, here it is. So, <laughs> How did you discover that they were not as engaged with the premiums? Because there are a lot of people that feel like they have to give something to get the donations in return. And we saw that, especially last year with all the peer to peers that were like, hey, I'm going to make this thing in return for donations. And that's not necessarily the end all be all for a peer to peer campaign. Like the great thing about peer to peer is having someone champion your organization on your behalf as a spokesperson for you telling stories from their point of view and getting people to engage and learn about you and then donate um, but so many people feel it has to be this thing did you like do a survey or did you just listen or did people tell you well i think we I think from the very beginning, we always gave people the opt the option to opt out. So like, I don't need the t-shirt, I don't need the poster or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they could self-select. But even then the people who did say, yeah, sure, I'll take a t-shirt, often like didn't get it from us, you know, like, <laughs> like, come pick it up at the office or we'll mail it to you. Or like very few of those premiums actually went out the door. And years later, we still had like a stack of posters. We're like, people don't care about this. And so, yeah, just like the actual taking of the, of the premiums was pretty minimal. So we just stopped doing it. Cool. So it was just kind of like a natural progression of listening and watching and right. like, seeing what yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, so back to last year's Como Gives, because you guys totally knocked it out of the park. Like, as always, I feel like last year was just an exceptional year man we don't even know what to set our goal for this year yeah. like we already we just talked about it like three weeks ago we're like what do we do we don't even know um, <laughs> so how did you guys decide what you would do to promote como gives last year 
Well, we go through a really intensive planning process at well ahead of Como Gibbs, like September, October timeframe. And now that we have some history with Como Gibbs, we have our past year's plans and we go through each activity or strategy of those plans and talk about, did this work? Did it, did it not work? Did it help bring in money? Did it help um, draw more attention to us? Because there's benefits to that, even if it doesn't result in a donation. And we went through every single strategy and most strategies, honestly, we continue to do every year because we think that they're really successful. Mm -hmm. But then we also think about like, what new thing can we add this year? And so we try to add in new things to keep the campaign fresh. But really the bulk of our campaign is just built on what we've found to be successful in past years. So what types of things you do? You do your social media obviously is happening. And I know you mentioned email and do you do like a mailer and that kind of stuff too? Yeah, we have a whole series of strategies. So um, we do general newsletters. So we have a, um, we have a calendar, like a schedule of when those emails will go out. Those are like generic mass mailings. Um, in addition to mass mailings, we also do personalized emails to individual people. Mm -hmm. um, so if they haven't donated by a certain point in the campaign, we start sending individual emails um, and we have a secret way of doing that. But um, so basically, if you haven't given like, like halfway through the campaign, we'll send you an email. But like, hey, Monica, I haven't heard from you in a while. Hope you're doing well. You know, last year you gave at X amount. We hope you'll continue to renew your membership this year. This is what we're planning to do with your gift. And we do up to three of those emails. So we, we consider it three strikes and you're out. Like we don't want to bug people or spam them, but uh, those emails are very effective. We mm -hmm. see a big uptick, uptick in donations after we send those personalized emails. Cause people, people see the newsletters and they know it's happening, but when they get an email like to them as a person, like, oh yeah, I need to do this. And that's waiting on me to do this. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of our strategy. Um, social media is is big. We have a whole schedule of what we're going to do through uh, the the our social media calendar that covers what we're what topics we're going to talk about throughout the month. Um, we do a print mailing at the very beginning of the campaign, which is really just our annual report. So we put together a really fancy, glossy annual report, which we're really proud of. That describes who we are, who our people are, what are the biggest accomplishments we've had in the last year, what we have upcoming. And we actually mail that out to everyone on our list at the beginning of the month of December. So that way they get something hard copy that shows really the impact of their gifts in the last year. And we, that we consider that kind of a, uh, a direct mailing, um, mm -hmm. but we don't ask people, or we, we don't necessarily encourage people to send us a check back because mm -hmm. we want them to give through Como Gives. Yeah. So we usually send them an envelope that says, make your donation through Como Gives. So it's like another way of getting that message out. Um, we have, we do some phone calls Sometimes we do that a little bit strategically. So if you're like a regular donor, we're probably not going to call you. We're probably going to call the people who haven't given in a year or two to kind of re-engage those people mm -hmm. or people who have attended our events in past years, but have not donated. We might give them a call. So we try to add things in as we go um, over the years, but that's, that's kind of the core of our strategy. I like that it's a good mix of development and marketing. It's like you're using the two to complement one another because they're not 
mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like in some organizations they live in a silo and I'm like, no, actually they like overlap. And I like mm-hmm. how you strategically send out your annual report too at the beginning, cause you would be sending it out anyway. And if you can do it at the beginning, you're not only like building rapport and showing them that you're awesome, but you're also reminding them, Hey, remember what month it is? It's that yeah. month. <laughs> it's the give to us month. Yeah. Um, so did you guys try anything like fun and new last year that you were like, huh, this is great. We're going to do it again. You know, the biggest thing that we focused on last year was the peer to peer fundraisers. Mm-hmm. We had kind of dabbled in it the year before and had found that it really was effective. So we're like, okay, we really need to push peer to peer this year. Also, we knew that the community foundation was offering a challenge grant for the winner of the peer peers. We're like, we want to win that. How can we win it? (laughs) And so we put together a specific peer to peer um, strategy of how we could do well in peer to peer, but hopefully win the challenge grant. Um, So we put a lot of effort into that as well. So we um, like brainstormed a group of people who might do well as a peer to peer host essentially Mm -hmm. and asked them ahead of the campaign, would you consider hosting a fundraiser for us? Um, Some of our staff also created peer-to-peer fundraisers themselves and self-selected their own challenges. So things that they would do if they raised a certain amount of money. So um, our communications coordinator, one of her um, challenge goals was if she raised a certain amount that she would take a video of her waxing her legs. <laughs> what a strange one. <laughs> she did. So we did that. Uh, that was fun. Um, Lawrence, who's <laughs> now <so> our, <laughs> Lawrence, who's now our CEO, uh, had a whole series of them that involved things like um, doing a handstand challenge, eating an onion, dyeing his hair. And so he was able to get people kind of uh, excited uh, to give even people who don't really know us as an organization, but know him as a person was like, you know what, I'll give you 10 bucks to dye your hair purple. Cool. And so, uh, yeah, we did really well with the peer to peer again, because we put a lot of attention on it. Yeah. Um, for the, um, the peer to peers and I mean, just the campaign as a whole going for the whole month, is there something like, how do you keep yourselves like going and engaged the whole month? Because it is, such a weird month and we have like personal stuff going on and I always feel like I am super pumped at the very beginning and then the middle happens and I'm just (laughs) hoping that we get there and then at the end I'm like I've got to work so hard this week you know how do you keep yourself going Well, there are definitely predictable ebbs and flows in the campaign. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of donations at the beginning, then there's a lull in the in the middle, and then the big spike at the end again. And so we know that the bulk of our donations are going to come in basically in the first two days and the last two days of the campaign. And so we try to structure something exciting happening in the middle to mm-hmm. get those middle donations. Um, and hopefully that saves us some work at the end of the campaign and stress of like, are you gonna donate, are you not? Yeah. Um, so what some of the things that we do is we have matching donors and we schedule those at strategic times throughout the month so that on December 15th, for example, we can say, hey, we have a $3,000 matching donor today. Can you help us raise $3,000 today so that we can get this matching donation? 
So we try to, yeah, structure some things um, during those low points, but also just know that it is a really long campaign. It is a long month and it just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if it'll ever shorten or yeah. adjust. I don't know, <laughs> but I know that that it, it's working. Like last year it worked, it brought in a lot of money yeah. for the community. And so that was awesome. Um, so to wrap ourselves up, is there any advice that you would give people just in general about running a year-end giving campaign, regardless of whether it's through Como Gives? Because so many nonprofits do have a year-end giving campaign. Obviously yours is very successful. Um, so any advice you'd give people? Yeah, two things come to mind. Um, one, you will get out of it what you put into it. So we have done well because we put a ton of effort into it. Like December is all hands on deck. Like every single person in our office is working on Como Gives at some point in their day. Hopefully not every day or not all day, every day during the month of December, but it is a major focus for us. And like I said, we start planning in like September. So we put a lot of effort into it. If we did not do that, we would probably raise a little bit of money, but not very much. Like people respond when you ask directly. Mm -hmm. So be prepared to put some work into it. Um, but then as you're preparing to put work into it, have a plan. Like we are very strategic in what we do and we look at how people respond to our different um, actions that we have as part of our plan. And then we adjust based on that, like what worked, what didn't work from year to year but really having a plan because if, if you can have a plan, the, the bulk of the work happens before Como Gives even, even starts. Like yeah. you can have your social media calendar. You can have your general idea of what your newsletters are going to look like. You could even pre-write them if you're that creative a planner. Um, so you can really do a lot of the work ahead of time so that when December 1st hits, you're ready to go and it just flows based on what you already have planned. I, we have like almost all of our stuff completely finished before Thanksgiving, like because I often travel with my family on Thanksgiving week. And so everything has to be done before Thanksgiving. And so it's always this push at the end. And then we can actually focus on serving the nonprofits and answering their questions and going out and to the participant Facebook page and being like, Hey, here's what's going on. Because if I hadn't done all that pre-planning, I wouldn't be able to service and, and like actually give you value during the campaign that you need <laughs> because I would be too busy being like, what, what am I going to say in this next email to get people to give a donation? You know? Um, so yes, that's such good advice because Man, if it's not done by by Thanksgiving, I'm I'm pretty much flipping my lid over here and things are not going well. Um, so I do have to ask you about your t-shirt. You, you were telling me about it earlier. So tell us the story of your t-shirt and for people who can't see it, like describe it to them. So this is Rosie the Riveter meets bikes. <laughs> it says we can do it. And uh, this, I wear this shirt at the, the start of Como Gives every single year. It's my like, let's get pumped up shirt. And so I felt like it was appropriate for our talk today. Yeah. You're like an athlete who wears the same socks to yeah. every football game. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Annette. Tell people how um, they can contribute to PedNet and like where they can find out more information. 
Sure. The best source of information is our website, which is pednet.org. It's P-E-D-N-E-T.org. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the places. <laughs> and you can also email me. My email is my first name, Annette. So it's A-N-N-E-T-T-E at pednet.org. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> So thank you so much for your time today. Once again, my name is Monica Pitts and you're listening to Nonprofit Marketing with Purpose. Now, before I let you go, I just want to remind you about that little favor I asked you about in the beginning. Will you please review this podcast wherever you're listening? It will help us show up when people are looking for answers to the problems that this podcast will help them solve. So if you're a fan and you haven't reviewed the podcast, please, leave me a review. That would be so awesome. I would love to hear your feedback. And if this was your first time, I mean, double welcome. And I hope you learned a thing or two. So leave a review so we can connect with even more awesome nonprofits just like you and help them on their journey to less stressful and more successful marketing. Thanks again for your time today. Now, until next time, go forth and market with purpose.